Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Jonathan Zaslow, I love you. You're a friend Whoa. of mine. I consider you a friend. Okay. But if you texted me at three o'clock in the morning asking me to bring you a shovel or something, I would I would take your number out of my phone and I would never reply to you ever again about anything. You wouldn't just say like whose car we taking? I uh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody who I'm bringing a shovel to at three o'clock in the morning. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Jonathan Zaslow. We are presented by our friends. Progressive Insurance, we got Monday Night Football tonight. It is on ESPN in the preseason and AFC North team, Baltimore Ravens. They're going for 25 in a row in the preseason against the Commanders. But we had seemingly good news uh, today from one of their main rivals. Uh, Zach Taylor is the head coach of the Bengals. And he said this about the status of Joe Burrow week one as the Bengals head to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Take a listen. He looks great. I mean, physically, just just walking around, he looks probably as good as he's ever looked at this point. And so that's a positive, and we'll just go from there. What do you make of this? Is he being facetious, or is he saying Joe Burrow is going to play in week one against Cleveland? I think he's doing the thing where the coach is saying something without saying anything. I mean, he's looked as good as he's ever looked. I mean, he... He's, he's he's hurt right now. He's coming off an injury. Even if he's progressing great, he's looking the best he's ever looked is what he's telling you right there. Like, I feel like there have been times where he's been far removed from an injury where he probably looked better than he does right now. So he's never looked better? Nah, I think he's just saying the thing where he's appeasing the guys who got the microphones and the pads and, and, and pen in front of him. It's like, hey, look, he's awesome. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to see here. I find it hard to believe that Burrow's not going to play in that game because the extent of this injury, it, it, it can change depending on the person, but the extent of the injury from what people were saying around the time that it happened is that he should be able to be back in time for the opener. The question to me, Zaz, isn't whether or not he's going to play. The question is how effective he's going to be because he missed the whole preseason last year uh, had to have the appendectomy, and then he came out through four picks against the Steelers. Now, it didn't matter because the Bengals had a great season. They ended up going to the AFC Championship game. They were right slow there start. in the end, but slow they start. did get yep. off to a slow start. So I thought it was interesting. I looked today. Caesar Sportsbook provides the official lines here at ESPN. The line for that game is down a point from Bengals by two and a half to Bengals by one and a half. And I think that's not because they don't think Burrow is going to play. I think it's because people are realizing that when he plays, he's not going to be the normal Joe Burrow that we're used to seeing. That's interesting. I I think it's the other way around. I think that kind of means that they're leaning toward him not playing that first game. And I don't think, look, you can't play... Let's look at the schedule and see if we need him or don't need him. I mean, that's obviously a very NBA thing to do. 
all these games, 17 games, super important. You can't mess around and play games like and that. Divisional we can games, beat the Bra- I mean, are even yeah, more right. important. In a division like this, which is a right. gauntlet, you know? Yeah, we, like we could beat the Browns without our quarterback. Eh, like you, you need your full roster to beat every team in this league. You can't take any of these games for granted. But I, I think the fact that it's already dropped a point, like you said there, to minus one and a half, I think that means they think that he's trending toward not being available. Week Let's listen one. to Zach Taylor again. I'm trying to I'm trying to read whether there's sarcasm here or whether he's trying to give you a clue about his optimism. Take take a listen one more time as coach of the Bengals. He looks great. I mean, physically just just walking around, he looks probably as good as he's ever looked at this point. And so that's a positive and we'll just go from there. I think I sent when he goes to the probably as good as he's ever looked. Yeah, don't buy as, it. That he's, he's messing around. Facetious is what I would say. Yeah. That. He, he's he's trying to just give you something to click on because he's sick yeah. of being asked whether Joe Burrow is going to be able to play week one against the Browns. It's what everybody wants to know. Looks as good as he's ever looked. So looks as good as he did the week in between they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He looks as good as he did that week. I'm not buying it, man. Not buying it. People that saw me in the office today were quoted as saying that this is the worst I've ever looked at this point. So I'm the opposite of Joe Burrow. He's never looked as bad as he looks today. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Uh, Let's shift gears, talk a little bit about the Steelers in the AFC North. Because everybody now is just suddenly as coming to the realization the Steelers aren't going to stink. Yeah. I think I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys. Breaking news. The Steelers never suck. The I Steelers feel stupid. Never saw. Under Mike yeah. Tomlin, it's just not going to happen. They're going to win nine games. That's their floor every single year. Yeah. I, I think I, it's funny that you say that because I think I'm one of those guys. I think I'm kind of stupid, but at least maybe I get some points for coming around, not just before the regular season starts, but before the preseason even ended. So I don't know. Do, do I get a few points for being stupid for like a short period of time? And now I realize that it's, it's just the Steelers we're talking about here. You know, people made fun of Kenny Pickett. He doesn't suck, you guys. He's he now is he uh, Patrick Mahomes 2.0? I think that's a stretch. Do they have a great defense? Yes, and they have this knack, Zaz. Yep. They find receivers everywhere. And if you want to surprise your friends with a big fantasy pick, this George Pickens that is making catches at practice every single day, people's jaws are on the ground in Latrobe as they're watching Steelers training camp. I mean, that is a guy I would think about. And then beyond that, we know. Look, what do you think? They're D- T.J. Watts going to be part of a bad defense? That's not happening. That this, well, this Joey Porter, Joey Porter's kid, made an interception in the preseason game. Like it just feels like some pieces here are coming together. And I'll give you the one other thing. Sorry for being a little long-winded here. One other thing that I think makes a difference for them, they finally, I think, have fixed their offensive line, which has been a major, major problem and held them back the last couple of years. Well, and also one of the highlights of the weekend, right, was Jalen Warren, one carry, 62 yards. Ah, right, you're good. We saw enough out of you this weekend. Yeah, I know He's it's the second year. He's but, ready. You know, one of the highlights of the weekend, so between he and Najee Harris, but I, I, if there was ever a year that the Steelers were going to have a down year, it was last year. You mentioned T.J. Watt going out. You, you had, you know, the quarterback play. Is this the year that Tomlin finally has an under 500 season? Not only was he not under 500, because now, you know, we have an, an un, unbound. We, it's an odd number of games, 17 games. So yep. they finished over 500 last year. 
with all of that going against them. So if there was ever a year that they were going to have a down year, it was last year. You get T.J. Watt healthy now. You get a second year Kenny Pickett who's got a little bit of experience there. It looks like they's got, they have weapons. He loves throwing to George Pickens, loves the one-handed catches. And it's the Steelers. Like, this is one of, like, a handful of organizations where it's like, they're always competent. They're yeah. always going to be Agreed. a good football club. Dang. It's the Steelers. <sighs> and I know that hurts you. You're well, out there in Cleveland. But it, that's just the truth. Uh, yeah, it, it it hurts us, you know, here because they, they did go uh, to Pittsburgh and won a playoff game, but it was a game where there were about 56 people in the stands. They play in Pittsburgh week two, Monday night football. Guys, the smartest money in the world. The smartest, if you have free money tree planted in your backyard, courtesy oh, of Aaron Goldhammer. I love a good money tree. Is to bet the Steelers in that Monday night game against the Browns. The Browns don't go there and win. The last I time they went there, and the, the guys playing in this game weren't even alive the last time the Browns went to Pittsburgh and won a game. They didn't even play Renegade between the third and fourth quarters. Like, how you can't even consider that. A real Steelers game. So I think a lot of people are underestimating him, but Ryan Clark never would because he is an admitted Steelers honk and a great analyst here with us at ESPN. <laughs> he was on ESPN radio earlier today, and he, he said what I've been trying to tell everybody. The Steelers have the talent to really make a run here. This offense will come along, especially with Jalen and Najee in the backfield. Now what you got to do is play defense. I think you need, whether it's Pat P or Joey Porter, uh, Levi Wallace, Two of those guys have to step up and say that we can be locked down when we want to go man so Mika Fitzpatrick can roam and, and make the plays that he needs to. T.J. Watt has to stay healthy, but you have to find veteran linebacker play from the guys you pick up and the Holcombs and those sorts to play well. Yeah, I just find it hard to believe that they're going to win six games or something. I think no, the floor for no. them is 9-8. and eight. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Jonathan Zaslow. So, now we got all four of these teams in the AFC North, Saz. Uh, the Bengals are good. We know that. We know they're a Super Bowl contender. Baltimore didn't fall off. We know they'll be good. With They say this is the best offense Lamar's ever had around him. Uh, the Browns finally get a whole year of Deshaun Watson, and their defense looks really good under Jim Schwartz. And we have the Steelers. I mean, I, I could make a case that if I'm ranking the seven best teams in the AFC, four Are you going to put all four in? Four of them play in this division. Wow. Are you are you going to put all four of them? Do it now. Are you going to put all four of them into the playoffs? Are we are we recording? Is this on national radio? This is Canty and Carlin, right? Are we, uh, this Shannon, is on just record. Con- Shannon, just confirm we're recording the show. Please just jump in here and Absolutely. Say okay. This is on the record. Sometimes you got to go on the record. Mark the day and time. The date is August 21st. It is 4-12 Eastern time. All four AFC North teams will make the playoffs this year. Whoa. Four. That just happened. That just happened. Four. I think they're all going to sweep the NFC division they play. Wow. They might sweep the AFC division they play. They play the Texans and the and the uh, Colts and all those teams. You think the Colts are going to beat the Steelers? Get out of here. They'll make Anthony Richardson will be running for his life. Wow. All four teams. I got three of the four making the postseason. A and great the, division. And the one you don't is the Browns? Yeah. The one I don't is the Browns. I just don't believe in Watson. I mean – you know, 
I think it's hard how, to how, say, look, hey. Look, aside from the off-the-field, set the off-the-field aside for a second. How do you not believe yeah. in Deshaun Watson? The last time he played, he led the league in passing. Because three years is a long time. Three years is a long time for the quarterback position. That's what it was. It was three years ago that he was looking like an elite quarterback. And he was amazing. But still, I got to see it. It was three years ago. That's that's like, you know, is it dog years every year when it comes to when the last time you were, you know, a uh, 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 a quarterback who put up big time numbers. I, I don't know how you want to figure it out, but that's a long time so, ago. So, so I'm going to say, let, let's, let, this is my theory. The AFC East is will have Miami, who I think is going to win the division. Uh, the Buff- Buffalo, I just sense an odd year coming for them. And also now the Stephon Diggs story. Did you hear Stephen A. said earlier today that he's hearing that Stephon Diggs wants to be traded? I guess Stephon Diggs is disputing that on Twitter. But They feel like is, a little hot mess team. A little bit of a hot mess. Something is amiss there. I'll agree with Stephen A. on that for sure. Uh, New England, I don't know whether they have the, – they're going to try to run nah, the ball and play defense there. I don't know if I really take that seriously. I think the Jets – you know, are kind of this boomer bust team that could be a hot mess, especially if they can't block. You know, the South isn't going to have a wild card team, right. and I don't think the West is going to have a wild card team necessarily either. Yeah, but you're putting all three wild card teams yes. from the North. Yes. I got two wild card teams from the North, Cleveland being the one on the outside. I think Buffalo's a candidate for hot mess, but I think they're good enough, even if they're a hot mess, to win 10 games and still get into the playoffs as a wild card. Where are you at with the uh, team that played through a hurricane? last night, the Los Angeles Chargers. You think they're better than one of the teams in the A- – if they were in the AFC North, what place would they finish in? Right, yeah. Uh, you trust maybe, that I coach? Fourth. I think – no, I don't. I think fourth. I think they would finish fourth because I don't trust the coach and I, I, I don't have a second team from the West making the playoffs. I, I think you don't trust the coach and there always seems to be – the same way we just talked about the Steelers – yeah. where they're the type of organization that knows what they're doing. You could always count on them to be there. Reliable. The Chargers are the opposite. Totally. The Chargers have great rosters every year, and just something doesn't click. And maybe this turnaround, it's the coach. Maybe it's Brandon Staley. But they can never seem to put it together. I don't trust them. So I did this process of elimination. I think if I'm just ranking the seven best teams in the conference, and I know schedule stuff like that matter. I think all four teams in the AFC North could win 10 games. And if that happens and the tiebreakers fall a certain way, you could have a team that, well, on the one hand, they finished in last place. In the other hand, they also yeah. made the playoffs, which I yeah. don't think has ever happened in NFL history. Have you ever seen a last place team be a playoff team? That is odd. But well, I, I don't think, think it could have because we just case. extended to, to seven teams. So like four divisions, you, you couldn't have had a last place team mathematically. But I'm thinking even, I mean, it's never happened in baseball, that's for sure. It's never happened. Uh, yeah. I mean, in the NBA, has I guess, no. I don't even know what the divisions look like in the NBA to see if a last-place team ever made the playoffs. But I think that AFC North, I know people talking about the AFC East. I know people talk about the NFC East. But I think the AFC North is the best division. You agree with that? AFC, you can make the case. I'll make the case for AFC East even though I have three teams in the North making the playoffs, part of that is because in the East, I think they're going to beat each other up. Okay, yeah. that plays a role well, as well. Well, the North might do the same thing. Yeah, a tough schedule, okay? Depends on who you're playing in the NFC and that whole deal. So I got two teams making the AFC East, and I think the Jets are the team on the outside looking in. So the team with Aaron Rodgers, I got not even making the postseason in yeah. the AFC. I, I, think, I think the Patriots, get out of here with the Patriots. Can't so be 
Uh, yeah. g- g- I'm sorry, Zaz. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just saying I, I can make a case for the AFC East. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I was so excited about this progressive insurance read that I cut you off. I just love <laughs> the it. people at Progressive. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, you can see how much you can save by going to 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. That is 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. It's time for Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. We bring in the producer of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, Jonathan Zaslow. Shannon Penn joins us for a Pacey NFL uh-huh. segment. Shannon, what do you got? Pacey NFL segment today. We're going to ask the question, who's going to finish last in each AFC division? Each AFC yes. division. We will do the NFC later in the show. But Zaz, I will start with you. Which team will finish last in the AFC East? I like this game. I feel like it could also be called anger people across the country. So last in the AFC East, yeah, New England. I'm tempted. I would love to sit here and say the Jets, but I like my heart wants to say it, but my head's not into it. It's not the Jets. It's the Patriots. Zaz, look at me. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Seven and ten. You heard it here first. Shannon? All right, wow, the, the next division here, looking at teams will finish last. Goldhammer, I'll start with you. The AFC South, which team will finish last oh in the God. AFC South? Well, this is actually a hot debate, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it's not easy. But I think the Colts are such a mess. I think organizationally, they're hiring guys off TV to be the coach. It was ESPN, so we love Jeff Saturday, but my goodness. Um and that, now they're the owners calling the shot. I think on who the quarterback is, and they, 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 they give me, put me down as I think Caleb Williams could be an Indianapolis Colts. As yeah, I think it's Indianapolis. I, I think it could be a couple of teams in that division. I go Colts. I think they're a mess. I understand why they're throwing Anthony Richardson out there, but it also kind of feels like let's just do the opposite of what we've been doing. We had these, you know, quarterbacks in their last chapter of their career. Let's see if we can put a Band-Aid on this mess. It hasn't worked. They're doing the polar opposite now with going with just the youngest, rawest quarterback. It's not going to amount to a lot of winning. Indianapolis. All right, here's Zaz. The next division that we're looking at, last place finishers, the AFC West. So, Zaz, which team's going to finish last in the AFC West? The Denver Broncos. I can't wait for that. I think it's week five, right? Week five, Broncos, Jets. I mean, I'm certainly not rooting for the Jets down here in Miami, but I can't wait for that game, all right? Denver, Sean Payton, he's protecting his quarterback there. Russell Wilson, this is huge for his legacy. What's going to go on these next couple years there in Denver? I don't think he's fixable. I think we're going to see that. I'm not going to say he was propped up by Seattle, but I think that those were some great Seattle teams that he was on. I think that I don't think that was a mirage last year with Wilson. I go Denver. I worry about Garoppolo's health in Vegas. I think with him, they might be okay. Without him, their backup's Brian Hoyer, who I think also could get hurt. And that means Aiden O'Connell, I think, is playing quarterback for the Vegas Raiders. I got them in last place. Pacey NFL segment. Who's in last in each division in the AFC we're going through? Shannon Penn uh-huh. is the producer of the show, and he joins us for the last division. All right, got, last Shannon? division. Goldie, we've got to go with your division, the AFC North. Which team's finishing in dead last in the AFC North? I think Baltimore is going to finish in last, and Baltimore wow. is going to make the playoffs. 
Yeah, well, think, you did just say they're all going to get in. All right. I think Baltimore is going to be 10-7. and seven. I think they're going to have a real solid year. I think they're going to be a real t- – now, I don't think their passing game is getting the jolt that everybody else does. I don't know that Todd Munkin – he had some advantages at Georgia, like all the good players, so I'm not sure that it was really – they win the national title because of his offense or because they had about 15 five-stars running around out there. But I got to tell you, I just think Lamar is that special. Uh, but I think they'll finish in last because you talked about cannibalizing in the AFC East. I think it'll happen yeah. AFC North. I got Baltimore in last, but also wait, getting one of the wild card spots. Zaz. You're on the record there. I haven't heard anyone else say it. You're on the record. The record's permanent. I got Cleveland as last place in the AFC North. I think three teams are getting in. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh wild cards. I got Cleveland finishing last. I don't believe in Deshaun Watson. I think three years ago, the last time he had a good season, I think that's a long time in quarterback years. I got to see it to believe it, and right now, I don't believe it. All right, if you're a fan of one of the teams that we had in last place and you want to call and argue with us, this is your opportunity, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And coming up next, the Commanders have their starting QB, but... Can they contend with the Eagles and the Cowboys and the best of the NFC East? We get to that next after Zaz has this from Indeed. All right, Aaron, if you're having a hard time hiring in no time, you need Indeed, the number one source for hires in the U.S. According to Talent Nest, sponsor a job and Indeed will help you attract, interview, and hire candidates fast with instant match You'll instantly receive a short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
countdown to kickoff rolls on. 17 days until the NFL season begins. I don't see any Super Bowl hangover with this game. Continuing coverage. We got Northright, Clamp, South Fox, H-Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. Camp to camp, team to team. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. If you're on hold, hang on. We'll get to you. Dan Snyder finally gone in D.C. That did not mean the end of the drama for the Commanders at all. Canty and Carlin are on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive. I'm Aaron Goldhammer in Cleveland. He is Jonathan Zaslow in South Florida. And I thought our next guest, Zaz, was a former quarterback. Actually, that's J.P. Lossman. <laughs> you went I also, through several different names. I, I also then thought that he was A.J. Feely, but he's not <laughs> A.J. anything. He's J.P. Finley. And he joins us from NBC Sports Washington on ESPN Radio. I apologize for all the confusion that <laughs> happened in the commercial break that you didn't even know was happening JP, what has been the biggest story so far of Commander's training camp? JP Lossman, Tulane legend, I believe. Um, the biggest story at training camp for the Commanders, honestly, it's been the sale. And it's starting to kind of shift to football at this point. But the sale of the franchise, I mean, the, the, the optimistic fans, the enthusiasm, the positive vibes are, are just so rare for this organization over the last 20 years, it, that remains the biggest story. Um, on the football field now, I think for, on, a, on a national level, people are surprised that Ron Rivera has officially named Sam Howell the starter. But that was always the plan, and then Howell has looked pretty good throughout camp. Um, you know, so I, I think if you couple those two things, that's really the, the biggest news down here in D.C. is Dan Snyder's finally gone, and – Maybe we got a young quarterback to watch grow. JP, can you kind of encapsulate for me what it's like that Dan Snyder is out? Like, are you walking on the street in in downtown D.C. the day that Snyder's officially out and people are like, hey, did you hear the news? Yeah, Dan Snyder's out. Like, what is it like there when that news finally drops? Uh, I mean, it was a a true, like, festival. It was like you were at a a big rock concert or, or a horse race and everybody had the winning ticket. The, the, the radio station I work for locally here, one Oh six, seven, the fan threw a party that night called the Burgundy and sold party. And there were thousands of people there. And Josh Harris even called in to pick up a round of beers for the whole party. It's, it, it's hard. It's hard to understate how reviled he was how toxic he was and, and really how much he eroded and perhaps even ruined like a really, really proud and massive and strong fan base. JP Finley with us, NBC Sports Washington, 106.7 The Fan in D.C. When we see new owner, we all think new coach. So what does, what does Ron Rivera have to do to keep his job beyond this year for Josh Harris? It, it's probably win a playoff game or win 11 games and lose in the playoffs, like it's going to have to look dramatically different. Uh, Ron, just kind of like Jay Gruden before him, it's been this string of just aggressive mediocrity in Washington. And if you look at Harris's profile, um, what, what he has done with the Sixers and even with the Devils is identified kind of the best boss personnel-wise in that sport and let them run their program. So if you told me we get to, you know, late January, early February, and 
Harris blows out the whole operation, hires whoever may be the hottest name in 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 a front office and allows them to hire the next coach, like a young offensive mind. I, I mean, that scenario almost seems likely to me. Um, like if I had to guess, I think it's harder for Ron in this front office to be back next season than it is to to see them. If they win 10 games and Sam Howell proves that he's a real starter in this league, then that's your path and they're sticking around. I just, I'm not positive that's what's going to unfold. JP, the dynamic between the head coach and his new offensive coordinator got off to kind of a strange start. What's what's the current, I guess, what's the current take on Eric Bieniemy there? You know, are, are players getting on board? Is the coach on board? Yeah, you know, that was such a weird thing. And unfortunately for Washington, Ron kind of has those every couple months where he just says a little too much or shares something he shouldn't have publicly. And when they've happened previously, it, it hasn't really caught the national radar. But I think the enemy is such a, a public figure and, and, and so central to, you know, questions about why can't this guy get a head coaching job? And so then Ron says that he's had some players complain about his practice style and, and it's going to draw this big reaction. I think for the team, it really wasn't that big of a deal. I think most players – you know, on off record, I've talked to her like, man, I, I don't know what that's about. My my best guess is they are running like significantly more plays. They, there's significantly more action during practice than there has been the past few years. So if a few veterans said to Ron, like, hey, coach, I need a I need an off day or something. Like my legs are just shot, and Ron was like, well, you better go talk to Eric about that. Like I, I can see a relatively innocuous situation like that having unfolded and being turned into we're not sure if these guys get along, if that makes sense. And it's a byproduct of Rivera saying too much. And I think if he could, he, he would probably tone it way back. There is, there are some like, you know, there are some conspiracy theorists or, or perhaps some people that are just thinking that maybe Ron wanted to back off some of the attention that Eric has gotten since he arrived, and it's been pretty significant. And, I, you know, I wouldn't totally dismiss that. I don't believe that's the case, but I, I wouldn't close the door on it. Well, he is not J.P. Losman. He is not A.J. Feely. He is J.P. Finley from NBC Sports Washington, host 106.7 The Fan in D.C. Appreciate the time. Enjoy whatever this game is going to be tonight. Let's hope it's fun. Thank, Thank you, you. That's J.P. Finley joining us. Uh, and the Commanders are, uh, to me now, without Dan Snyder there, they're kind of one of the most nondescript teams in the league, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Like, who's – Terry McLaurin is on your fantasy team? Anybody I mean, else? Chase Young. Like, like, you're interested in Chase Young, but I ain't a fantasy player. pick up the fifth-year option on Chase yeah. Young? So I'm kind of like, what, how has his career gone? I guess they have a good defensive line is like the one thing that they do well, and they could be an annoying thorn in somebody's side. But I don't think they're making to win 10 games and make the playoffs. I mean, I, feel I know like it was forever ago, but that was like that was like such a proud franchise at one point, you know, and I, know. I guess that's why they're throwing. Uh, well, what did he call it? A uh, brown burgundy and sold and sold. burgundy and sold because that's burgundy a good name and gold. They, that's a good burgundy, name. Burgundy and sold radio promotions. They're the best up next. Your chance to air it out with us. 
for ripping on your AFC team. Triple eight, say ESPN. If you're on hold, stay there. We're getting to you next. Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Jonathan Zaslow on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Camp to camp. Every road. Team to team. It's on this field where fortunes are made or lost. Continuing coverage. The countdown to kickoff rolls on. 17 days until the NFL season begins. Yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer in Cleveland with Jonathan Zaslow in South Florida. We're in Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We'll get to your calls in a second. Zaz kind of disappears during a bunch of the commercial breaks, and I guess so do I. But you, what, what do you describe it right outside your studio? You have yeah. what you call the Hall of what? Hall of Champions. What is the Hall of Champions? Well, uh, you know, I'm here in Miami. I was I was on the Miami Heat broadcast team for 13 years. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a two-time champion broadcaster, 12 and, 2012, 2013. And in the hall here, I have the Hall of Champions upstairs in the Zaslow Mansion. I got a bunch of posters, framed pictures, autographed of, of famous – Miami Heat moments and Aaron, they yeah. got a bunch of them. They yeah, they. I, I, how many points a game did you average in, uh, tw- in that twenty thirteen? T- was it you that hit the shot in the corner, or was that? Uh, no, that was that. No, Ray but Allen. I. God, everybody right. has their job to do, and if everybody does their job, that's what Heat culture is. <laughs> Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right, some people are mad at us because we went through a few minutes ago and gave you the teams we thought were going to finish last. In the AFC, so run through your list just to reset yeah. over there, Zaz, yeah. who you had in last place in each of the divisions. All right, so everyone loves to give who's going to be first in the division. We're doing who's going to be last. Correct. So last in each AFC division. AFC East, I got New England. AFC South, I got Indianapolis. AFC North, Cleveland. And AFC West, Denver. You're four. I can't believe I'm from Denver and I live in Cleveland. Appreciate you literally yeah. uh, ripping on both of yeah, my Keep teams. it real. Uh, Baltimore, I've got Baltimore in the AFC North. I know that's a surprise to a lot of people. I got the Jets in the AFC East in last. And maybe a surprise to some. The Colts, I, like I think, are, are just terrible. And I think the Vegas Raiders, because I think Garoppolo is going to go down, and I think that team is going to be just dreadfully bad. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Mike in New York wants to argue with us. What's up, Mike? You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Appreciate you guys taking my call. Hey, I just want to say, if you are picking the New York Jets to finish last in this division, I'm going to pray for you. You have too much hate in your heart, okay? Listen, there is only one weakness 
on this team. That's the offensive line. Everyone knows that. If they get that even somewhat figured out, it's not watch out AFC East. It's watch out NFL. They're winning the ring. Okay? The defense, Michael, not Michael, to Michael, 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 I, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm and your head's in the clouds right now. And I understand it's hard knocks and it's, you know, Aaron Rodgers and it's the eight and it's all of this. I'm I'm telling you, I can smell a dumpster fire from New York all the way in Cleveland, and this just feels like. Do you trust Robert Sala, Zaz? Well, and and I like the one weakness being the offensive line. Kind of a major thing to be the one weakness when you have a 40 year old quarterback. That's not the weakness you want. Our one weakness might kill our quarterback. But it's only one weakness. Right. I mean, no, it's actually five weaknesses. It's left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, and right tackle. Gary is in Indiana is next up on ESPN Radio. What's up, Gary? I actually don't think the Colts are going to finish last, guys. I think it'll be Houston. I think the Colts are an 8-9 team. Thanks. Re- really? I'll eight, tell you, that'd nine. be a great season for them. Shane great season. coach of the year for 8-9. I but look you know at what? their defense. Like I just, how many Colt players can you even name besides Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Anthony Richardson? Anybody know uh, Quentin Nelson's? There, can anybody name anybody on their defense? The, the reason Forrest it's Buckner's not still there. The reason it's not crazy for him to refute it is because all right, he's probably going with Houston as last place in the AFC South. Now he did say he thinks the Colts can win eight games, but. Houston can just as easily finish last. Uh, yes, DeForest Buckner is still a member of the Indianapolis Colts. But again, to me, that is just one of the most nondescript with their quarterback thing. I guess that's the exciting thing to watch. You want that could be the next team? thing we do, Aaron. That yep. could be the next thing. Instead of making the, the listeners around the country upset that we think your team is in last, which teams are the most nondescript? Yes. Who's boring in the NFL? We'll get to it next right here as we continue. Uh, actually, coming up next, Chris Carlin will join his own show, and we'll yes. welcome him in. So don't move. Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Jonathan Zaslow, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.